We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Our break conversation should have really been on the air. Another thing I'm apologizing for today. <laughs> the, que- the question we just had was, what are we going to know more about the Bears' president search? Because there was that little sort of er- eruption of news over Kevin Warren, and then we got all excited. about was oh, my God, this is awesome. The- this is- would be an actual great move by the Chicago Bears, and then we haven't heard anything. And then just silence. So maybe they are... Moving swiftly behind the scenes, we can only hope to get that finished. Because anything, if once you float that name, there, there's there's no going down the ladder from there that's going to impress anybody. Uh, some bears were talking yesterday, very earnestly and honestly and emotionally about what is uh, the, the dominant story of the NFL right now, and that is the current recovery of Demar Hamlin from the cardiac arrest that he suffered on the field on Monday night and a couple of the guys who talked, I think you should hear because it's, uh, it's, it's real stuff starting with Bears center, Sam Mustafer. I've had friends text me like, you know, how you doing? Like, is it different? And I'm one of those guys. I don't like to talk about a lot of things with a lot of people I really keep it internally, but you know, my family understands that like at the end of the day, this is my job. This is what I have to do. Um, but yeah, they don't, they don't sign up for that is, uh, his mother didn't sign up for that. She thought, you know, she was going to watch her, her baby on Monday Night Football. Like, that's what we dream about, like Monday Night Football primetime game. And uh, they don't sign up for that, but it, it's unfortunate. Uh, my best wishes go to them, to her being a parent, you know. It's, that's tough, man. I can't imagine. Like, I, I want my son to play football, you know. I, I do. I, I love this game. I love what it's taught me, the life lessons, you know, the responsibility, the accountability, the teamwork. And, uh, you know, I can't imagine, like, you know, seeing my son out there like that. I saw, like, I know how my mom would feel. I know how my dad would feel. So it's, uh, it's unfortunate, man. His teammate, David Montgomery, added his perspective. First, I would like to just uh, send my love and my family love and, you know, the love from the team and this organization to DeMar's family. And, you know, prayer is powerful and it's real. And I know that uh, God is constantly working and I know God has this situation in complete control. And um, he will work it out and make sure that things are good. So my love goes out to, to them and their family. When you see players in the fraternity that you're a part of reacting the way they did, what struck you in those moments of the moment? Just un- it put it in perspective of understanding that it's way bigger than the game. You know, a lot of people don't get that, you know, we humans as well. And, you know, when that stuff happens, like, we all got emotions. We all get emotional. And us being professional football players, sometimes 
I can personally speak for myself. We like to, you know, kind of be that tough guy and act like things don't phase us. But yeah, it was an it was an emotional moment, and then being able to see, uh, you know, the Bills and the Bengals come together, you know, not as a single team, but they come together and love on each other because it was it was very emotional. It shows that this league full of players is is powerful, and we love each other. What does it feel like for you guys? Like being around each other in the last couple of days. Yeah. Well, for my family first, after I watched it and I kind of felt my emotions, it, it gave me, it made me go hug my family more. Like I hugged my girl and I told her thank you. Um, you know, I called my mom, I called my siblings, let them know that I love them. Because when stuff like that happens, like sometimes you take for granted the play that you get. And it's always an opportunity and a chance that you don't get to play the next play. So I always, it made me look at it a completely different, understand that um, it's important to tell your family members and everybody that you love them. And, you know, the guys here, going back to the emotional piece, being able to tell the guys here, you know, that I love them and I do appreciate them and who they are, how they come to work. But outside of being football players, just who they are as humans, um, understanding that um, I show my love and my gratitude to those guys. That's David Montgomery with some some real stuff here in these guys because it does it it the humanity of the story has certainly hit NFL players. Sam Masterford to me, just the look on his face, it was hard to it was it was hard to watch without being moved. There is something that can be done about this that is real and significant. I talked yesterday about the the Kevlar heart protectors that are relatively inexpensive. And if you have a, a kid who especially is doing kid pitch with aluminum bats, make sure that if your kid's pitching or playing third base, especially maybe first base, there's a lot of lefties in the lineup, can't hurt to wear one. And ask the coaches and ask your pediatrician. I think it's really important to, to have these conversations with your, your kid's pediatrician about, taking these steps regardless of sport because this is and I, and I keep saying this and you can have all the debates about football and talk about football to me this isn't about football the football that's settled football's horrible for you horrible for children it, it may also be wonderful for you it's great for us as fans and you have to balance those things but know that football is brutal for reasons beyond this particular incident it's a different discussion but th- what is really important are relatively inexpensive and easy for the layperson to use AEDs, automated external defibrillators. They should be ubiquitous. We had there was a soccer game in Europe this year where the I believe the goalie's life was saved by one. Somebody ran into the stands and got the AED and came down and defibrillated somebody when something like this happened. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Commodio cortis either. There can be other reasons why a heart goes into to V-fib and needs to be shocked into a normal sinus rhythm. Whatever that's going to take to ask the questions about your league, where your kids play. Is there an AED? It's not Are, just leagues, by the way. It's your gym, too. It's, it's your heart, Dan. It's somebody else's heart. Yeah. It might be saving the life of somebody who's who's doing physical activity. It might be somebody at your office. Do we have one here? Do we have an AED here? Good question. I'd like to know because they're, they are easy to use. You don't even have to be an English speaker. It's almost like uh, the way airline instructions are done 
to be beyond actual languages to understand that that you don't have to be an EMT to use an AED. They're not that expensive. You know, I th- I believe you know Granger advertises on on these airwaves, and when it comes to OSHA compliance in factories, depending on the state, depending on the municipality, there are rules about where near assembly lines in certain areas that there have to be AEDs. They have to be every numbers of hundred yards in an airport, in public facilities, in publicly financed stadiums. There are rules about about where these defibrillators are. They should be everywhere. When your when your son or daughter goes to play hockey, ask the rink. If if, if it's a if it's a public rink, ask. If it's a privately owned rink, a- ask and see what maybe you could do as parents to have a bake sale to buy one. They save lives. It could be your kid's life. It could be your life. It could be anyone's. But we have to have a better understanding of of these relatively inexpensive life saving tools at our disposal, and what coaches at, at every level should be trained in in what to recognize and how to use them. And you don't have to be certified, or you do need to be certified. No, I to, to use no. It's supposed to be a, a, the first person to it should be able to open that thing, get the get it down there, get get the 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 electrodes applied, and they have made them. So they should be easy to understand out of the box. And it literally it will show you when to, when to stop touching the patient before the shock is delivered. You know, we've, you've seen enough TV shows where everyone yells clear, kajunk, and they make sure that you don't get shocked as well. But that's in the instructions. Once this is placed here, once this is placed here, they switch this to this. Now everybody hands off. Now press this button. That's how they're designed. But they should be everywhere. One more time, Dan, for people who want to know, because we're getting requests on the text line. It is called an AED, an automated external defibrillator. And if you Google it, you can find various prices for it. It obviously depends on the major companies that buy them in bulk, for their, but there are all kinds of, of places that sell them. And the 630 says, I sell AEDs. We have been telling people these things for years said, I'm very sorry for DeMar Hamlin, but I'm glad that people are finally understanding that it's the only thing that will bring you back from a sudden cardiac arrest, and it has nothing to do with money. And this should be taught in in schools. They, They should be everywhere in public spaces with everybody ready to understand if if you need to use one that you you can and should. You remind me of a conversation I had with a couple of people who this person went into cardiac arrest or heart distress with an AED would have probably been needed at a small gym, like a boutique gym. Mm -hmm. And that nobody there knew CPR or knew how to use the AED. If there was one, even knowing CPR is great. Right. And that's, there's been a huge request for that since this happened. And I know I was trained in sixth grade. We all were trained in CPR and anybody who, when we were camp counselors and if you were out at the the swim point or water skiing or anything like that, you, you had to know some of the basics. The difference is CPR as, as Dr. Black told us uh, several days ago, that can keep you at about 30% of your circulation. The only thing that can save your life is that AED. That the CPR cannot save your life. CPR can prolong the time until the AED gets there, but it can't save your life. 
it can it can make your life more likely to be saved in this regard. But it's it's this machine that does it. So whether it's IHSA or whether it's your your school's conference or your your grade school basketball league, or sometimes at, your HR at your office. Yeah, ask questions about it. Ask questions. Do we have one? What would it take to get one? And for all of the time, for all the corporate hours and hours and hours that we spend clicking through these mandatory training sessions, and, I'm, and, and I understand why we do it. We're a publicly traded corporation, and we all have to be up to speed and get our little diplomas that they print out to know about payola plugola and know about harassment and know about you know, legal risks and all that. I have to know how to jump out of a live truck. What do you mean? Same, it's safety based. Oh, if it's on fire or, or if a uh, mast is touching wires, if you're surrounded by oh. water, yeah, yeah, all sorts of stuff. But it's it's not the sexiest conversation, but it is one that can save lives. And there are huge corporations around here. I mentioned Granger, the eight four seven, since I work for Aramark. That these this is this it's not a secret. This isn't some developing technology that we just have to wait. That they're so rare and so hard to get. They're not. So just Google it. If you are a small business owner, invest in one. If it, that it just no matter what, if you're if you're a business owner of any kind, it 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 is the a, a very very small thing that could do a very very big thing. It's an AED, an automated external defibrillator. You hear about pacemakers all the time, and you hear about inter they're, they're internal defibrillators, right? Where people who have a problem with their heart rhythm and it will, they'll be out plowing or, you know, shoveling snow and boom, and it'll shock them and they'll fall down, but they won't be dead. And that, that, those are rare and incredibly expensive. And it used to be that that was the only way some people could be saved. But go get this, this important piece of machinery. That's the lesson to take away. Not the four page New York Times magazine think pieces about football. Wrong conclusion here. The right conclusion is for your kids, for your workplace, for you, for your gym, have these AEDs around. And I think I think the best thing is to familiarize yourself with that equipment before you have to use it. Yep. And the goal is you never have to use it. And the goal is your chest protector is just something you wear and you're like, oh man, it's just there. But that's that's the good thing that can happen. I agree. Uh, we're also seeing the uh, University of Cincinnati... Medical Center doctors on TV right now. And the poll quote has been remarkable improvement, but we're going to have the latest on that, obviously, when we come back. You want something fun to do tonight? Join Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody for the Miller Lite Top Draft Show at Offsides Sports Bar and Grill, 680 South Eastwood Drive in Woodstock from 7 to 10 p.m. You can enjoy the broadcast. You can win Bears tickets and other prizes. Brought to you by Miller Lite. It's Miller Recreate transition from yesterday with them. If I'm sure like. Grody would get a nice giggle out of it. And poor Gabe will just look at us like we're crazy. Fangraphs has done some calculations regarding off-season success or failure so far of baseball teams. How have the White Sox done? How have the Cubs done? We'll tell you next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.